for Geek Gamer Weekly. Center of the most calculating intelligence on Earth. The Uber Podcast, just for geeks and gamers. We have news for the beautiful people. There's a lot more of us in our view. With your hosts, Joseph Falby. Men wanted to be like him. Women wanted to be with him. John Kessler. He will be talked about in the same way that Rockefeller and Carnegie and, and Ford are talked about. And Chase Nunes. For your information, butthead, he's headed for the video championships in Los Angeles. Now, live from Earth. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened then? When? Just now. It's Geek Gamer Weekly. This is Geek Gamer Weekly, episode number 178, recorded on Sunday, October 2nd, 2011. The Kindle iPhone 5 Fire? GGW is brought to you by the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. For more information, visit techpodcasts.tv. And by Minecraft Me, the new show that is all about the hot game Minecraft. For more information, visit geekgamer.tv slash minecraftme. And by Wirecast. Plug in your cameras, prepare your shots, and broadcast live with this powerful software package. For more information about Wirecast, visit telestream.net and click on the Wirecast page. Hey everybody, welcome again to another edition of Geek Gamer Weekly. This is the Uber podcast for geeks and gamers on the network for geeks and gamers. Welcome if you're watching the show live. It's Sunday evening, barely, on the West Coast at live.geekgamer.tv. Started a lot late this evening because I was driving back from Portland from a big weekend of pinball, and we will be sure to be talking about that. Um, As you heard, I am Chase. And you can follow me on Twitter at Nunes if you want to, at N-U-N-E-S. And here we go in the studio, Mr. John Kessler, our president of Chat Operations. Hi. Hi. What's in the glass, John? Pepsi. I've been drinking Pepsi in the... In a Coke glass. In a Coke glass. (laughs) Is there any alcohol in there? No. I do have to drive home. You don't have to drive anywhere. You need to drive. I need to drive home. There you go. That's better. How are you feeling? Just ducky. Sweet, sweet. Fun weekend messing around with the Google review? Yes. Fun weekend messing around with the Google review? <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted. You said that just as I looked down the IRC and I was trying to look at what Joe Well, you, you, are, you are the president of chat operations. Yes, you're, you're, I got distracted You're distracted by chat. By chat. <laughs> <laughs> also joining us, uh, a man that knows everything there is to know. Well, a lot of things there is to know about Minecraft and Apple. Here he is, folks, Mr. Joseph Falby. What's going on, Joe? How you doing, man? Oh, pretty good. A little tired, but pretty good. Yeah, full weekend, huh? Yeah, yeah. Somebody came down and kept me up late both nights playing uh, pinball, actually. I, I, I took you out on the town, man. A lot of hoochies yeah. in Portland, though, I gotta tell you. It- yeah, you guys were looking at Cooper pictures. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a really, really good time. Uh, yeah, we man. hit... Um, uh, what we hit uh, uh, ground control uh, Saturday night and uh, Friday night we uh, we went to Big Al's and Cinetopia. Cinetopia had four movie based uh, pinball machines, all really really nice shape. Yeah, too. they're in great shape. Yeah, uh, and we used the the popular was it Pinball Map uh, app? Yeah, that we found, which was great. If you're a pinball fan, now it's user generated content, but they do have a lot of a uh, lot of uh, areas across the country, major metropolitan areas. 
um, that helps map out pinball places for you. So if you're looking for a particular game or you want to know what games are in a particular area, the app is for you. You can find it on, uh, I think it's Amazon and Apple. So. Yeah, and if you uh, if you don't have a smartphone, you can also go to pinballmap.com, and it's the same content. There you go. Very good. Very good. So uh, not a lot in the week of, of gaming and, and geek topics, so this will probably be a little bit of a shorter show than usual. Uh, but, but one thing I, I did want to address right at the top of the show is uh, uh, Stephen Haywood uh, does a sh- uh, does a, has a whole network of shows at thetechbuzz.net, and I wanted to pull this up real quick uh, because today... Let me. Uh, I should have had this pre-linked and ready to go. Uh, the tech net. Sorry, that's wow. a that's a major fail in my area for not being fully fully prepped. Uh, but uh, Stephen uh, Steve over there at the Tech Buzz, he he posted uh, this paragraph on on the main site, and and I'm not going to read the whole thing here, but basically in a nutshell, uh, he's been employed with Telestream, um, which is the makers of the software, Wirecast, that we're using on the show. And, you know, he's now going to be full-time with them, uh, which means that, obviously, he's going to have uh, less time to do shows. Uh, he, he, he's done a lot of great shows, uh, a, fo- a photography show. He's done a show with Eric Lanigan about broadcasting on the Internet uh, called Broadcast Now. A lot of great shows and content. And you know I've uh, been a guest on his show. Gosh, it's it's been a while. I, I would say it's about it's been about six months since I was last on, maybe even longer, since I was uh, a guest on one of his shows. It was a, a Thirsty Thursday Tech that I was on, and you can actually find that on YouTube if you want to go watch it. But I, I just wanted to say that you know he, you know, obviously if he made some money or got a lot of views and got some advertising, major advertising, he wouldn't have to cut back on his shows and cut back on his content and obviously you know we all of us john joe myself john carlo oh, by the way john carlo couldn't be here tonight uh he was uh tore up I mean, we're gonna have to make fun of him playing flag football or something um but <laughs> <laughs> uh but we all do this podcasting stuff and creating media because a we enjoy the subjects that we talk about uh, you know, we're passionate about it. We talk about geek. We talk about tech stuff. We most talk, of the time. Most of the time. And then we talk about Coke and Pepsi, our Pepsi and Coke glasses and yeah. things like that. Um, but we do this because we enjoy it. We enjoy hanging out. We enjoy, uh, uh, you know, shooting crap around and making fun of each other uh, and really gives us uh, an excuse to act like we're professionals at times. Um but it's a lot of fun, and that's why we do it. And we've been doing this for years. I've been doing this since at least, I want to say, 2005, 2006, and we've come a long way. If you ever go back and listen to some of the archives, uh, some of the things that we've done, it's just been, we've come a long way. Uh, and I've learned a lot throughout all this. One thing you've probably noticed is, yes, we've had the occasional sponsor, but it's been really small, and we haven't really earned anything from that. Uh, may, uh, we've I think we've earned enough money to buy maybe a microphone. And that's pretty much it. Um, so, especially when you have huge networks like Twit, This Week in Tech, where they have probably 15 or 20 shows, and they, you know, all the major big sponsors, big money go to them. Uh, if you're in the geek or gaming world, you're probably going to go to them because you want to get your news from them. So we're trying to sprout out and be very niche That's why we have a, a Minecraft show. And eventually we're going to have a, a show about 
uh, t- uh, Wirecast and kind of being niche. Now, hopefully, John, you know, maybe we can start a, a show about Volkswagen Quantums. No. And we'll call it Quantum Leap. No. And <laughs> Boy, that's a leap I think of it's, ideas. I think, <laughs> come on. What? It's a good name. Come on. Um, yeah, we get in trouble for that one. Why? It's not a TV show. Anymore. It's on a TV show. I mean, we're not making a TV show about yeah. a guy traveling through time with a guy named Ziggy and all that fun stuff. But as I digress, yeah, it's uh, it's you know yeah, quantum leap. It's the uh, the quantum driving like a DeLorean going yeah, through exactly. time or something <laughs> stupid. What I'm trying to say in a roundabout way is we do this out of the passion and not for the sponsorships and not for the money, but money does help. What? I, th- I thought I was doing this for the money. You're not getting paid. You didn't, my get, contract? you didn't get the memo? Uh, and John has left the building. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, I, I, but I wanted to say, uh, and, I wa- and, and I'm, I'm doing this unilaterally. John and Joe don't know about this. And John Carla don't know, doesn't know about this either. Uh, but starting from this point forward, and I'm gonna, really going to try to do this, uh, I listened to a show called No Agenda. It has uh, Adam Curry and John C. Dvorak. And if you haven't checked them out, you need to. Uh, the The website is noagendashow.com. You can also go to dvorak.org slash NA. Uh, there's many different ways to find them. They're, they have over, like, I would say six or seven different, six or seven hundred different URLs that point to their podcast. They do it twice a week. Uh, they talk about news and, and kind of uh, destructuring the news that we get from our, you know, from ABC, NBC, CNN, and all that fun stuff. It's a great podcast, and I encourage all of you to check it out. Um, they do not have any sponsors. They don't report to anybody, and their show is completely driven by donations. And so I know our, our community is much, much smaller than Twit and No Agendas, but we all have to start somewhere, and I think for us to be truly authentic, we can't be in the back pockets of corporate groups. And so, unilaterally, I'm going to say that I'm no longer going to seek out uh, sponsorships for the show, like products, like you know things like that. We might get review units from time to time, but we won't pull any punches. If it's a bad piece of crap, it's a bad piece of crap, or we're going to say so. Uh, but we're going to be driven by donations. And so soon you'll see links pop up on our website where there'll be donation buttons where we ask if you put a little buck in the offering plate to help us keep things going here, uh, to help generate more content, upgrade content, make it better looking, bandwidth, the whole nine yards, microphones, cameras, screens, John's Coke glass. I'm kidding about that, but all that fun stuff. But but I wanted to say, first off, John, do you, why do you do this? I mean, I know you don't say much during the show, but you do chat and, you know, you hang out with us, and I love, I love you for doing this. But why do you do this? Why do you sit here and take the ridicule that Joe throws at you every single week? Why do you do this? Huh, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. Do you like uh, the fact that I'm not going to go after sponsorships anymore and try to be purely donation-based? No, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh boy sorry sorry it's not like yeah not like you don't have enough enough other stuff to do right and you know i contribute mm, a little 
A little bit. A little. No. But 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 you okay with no sponsors? You okay with trying to be donation based? That's fine. Okay. And you do this because you, you have fun with it. Yeah. And you and you like talking to a yellow microphone. Yes. What about you, Joe? Any you have any comments or feedback you want to say before we move on to the actual part of our show? I don't know. I I I I think I do the only reason I do the show is well, I do the show because it's fun and it gives me a, a chance to to see and interact with you guys once a week, which is something I, I probably wouldn't otherwise have because you're you're far enough away. Yeah. So. Yeah. Or you could just move up here, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. You find me a decent job up there. Maybe I'd do that. Uh, I'm not a headhunter, but uh, no. <laughs> what do you think about the donations being donation based only? What do you, what do you think about that? Uh, I think that's that's a reasonable idea. I mean, the hard part about that is is. Uh, you know, if you reach the point where you're popular enough that companies want to put a lot of money in your pocket, it gets really hard to turn that down. Um, but hopefully, when you reach that point, you're you're at a state where your viewership is is strong enough that they are willing to put money in your pocket, or, or at least put money into the show. Yeah. Um, you know, I. But it's easy to. I would say it's easy to say right now because we're not there. Yeah, I mean, we. I don't so. think we ever. We may never be there. No, I think I mean, that's that's probably true. I mean, yeah. we're we're never going to have the following that that some of the really really big stuff has. And and you know what? Honestly, I'm I'm okay with that. Um, like I said, it's it's a fun show. I do it because I like hanging out and talking to you and you and John and Giancarlo. So, yeah, I mean, we don't want to get too popular to where we just can't walk down the street without getting mugged. That's never going to happen, John. <laughs> well, at least not for not for John. And yeah, not for me. Chase, it might happen for Chase. Yeah. <laughs> or you, Joe? Oh, probably not. <laughs> I'll just get. I'll just walk down the street and people will ask me random Minecraft questions. Hey, you know that's that's. <laughs> hey, it's one a Minecraft thing. guy. Yeah. No, uh, no. I mean, I'm seeing seeing you know Steve's uh, post on the Tech Buzz and um, seeing other sh- other smaller podcasts kind of just disappearing because they feel that no one listens and you know they feel like no one cares. But I but I think it needs to come down to your expectations of what you're really trying to do. And I know, and I've said this in a video, I know that I'm not going to be the next Leo Laporte or Kevin Rose or, or, or some major tech guy or, or major podcast guru, but I'm just going to try to do my best to put out quality content, meet some great people along the way. I mean, I've met cr- tons of people along the way. I mean, the guy from Queens, uh, guys from Queens Network, uh, uh, Suncast, uh, Andrew Zarian. I mean, those guys. I mean, they're they're holding it down. Uh, GFQNetwork.com. Check them out. Uh, Vance Willis. Uh, I haven't really corresponded with him, but he he does some tech content. Uh, uh, Michael Manna. I mean, he's been on the show. Incredible guy. Colm. Um, they do a show, the T4 Show, T4Show.com. I mean, great people that I would never have met any other way if it wasn't for what we do. And the cool thing about it is, you know, we're all part of the big same pot, the big same community. So, you just want one million downloads. I, well, you know, you just want to feel like what you're saying matters. You want to feel like someone out there is listening. And you know what? Right now in the chat room, we have Suncast and we have PubCheck in there hanging out with us, ch- chatting with us. And those two people, we know for a fact, it's you know, they're they're. They care about what we have to say, and you know we're all part of the same pot, and I think it's cool. And yep. uh, I needed to talk about it. I've been thinking about it for a while because it gets sometimes very discouraging about doing what you do when you feel like no one's listening. But you know, do, people do listen. But you know, sometimes people don't like to talk or give feedback or send emails or whatever. You know. Yep. Anything you want to add before I move on? Just ducky. Just ducky. Just ducky. Everybody. 
So there we go. There we go. Let's let's, let's move on. Let's talk about some geek stuff. Big top news last week. No surprise, Amazon decided to go ahead and refresh their entire tablet slash e-reader market. Uh, And introduce a new device. And introduce a new device. Actually, two new devices, Joe. Or three new devices, really. I mean, they... Well, they they refreshed the Kindle line. Yeah. They lit the market on fire. And introduced some new Kindle models. Yes. Yeah, so they have three new Kindles coming down the pipe. First off, they have this new Amazon Kindle. We'll call it, they're calling it the, the 2011 Kindle. Um, and it's at 79 bucks, And it's, it's not touchscreen. But the, as you can see here in the picture, if you're watching the video, they got rid of the keyboard. Okay, So they're just using a, a, a thumb pad and some extra buttons and also the page turn buttons. Um, 79 bucks. And I can't read any. I, I I can't find it anywhere, Joe. But this is an ad supported seventy nine dollars, right? This is just seventy nine bucks. You know, I'm. I don't think so. Yeah, I, I think I'm, it's just seventy nine bucks. That's which is incredible. Yeah. And you know, the Kindle has already been a great ebook reader. I mean, I know Joe, you had the first generation. Oh no, one. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm I'm looking at Amazon site. Not, not to interrupt you. Yeah, seventy nine dollars is with special offers, so okay. that is ad supported. Okay, without it, it's one hundred nine dollars. But that's still a really Whoa, good price. Thirty dollars. Wow. Yeah, thirty mm. bucks for for ad supported. I mean, my sister got an ad supported Kindle, and the only time you ever see him is on the menus. So it's up to you if it's worth it or not. Um, you know, is in the in the home screen stuff like that. When you're actually reading a book, you never see it. But uh, I mean, still yet, one hundred nine bucks or, or seventy nine bucks is a is a really amazing price for a, an ebook reader like yeah, that. Yeah, in, incredible. Now they're also coming out with a, a touch touch screen version that doesn't have any buttons. It's all touch. Yeah, and that's going to be ninety nine dollars with offers. Mm-hmm. But then the but the, but the huge announcement is the Amazon Fire. And the Amazon Fire is a seven-inch. Let me let me uh, let me bring it up here. Seven-inch, seven-inch touch display, video Wi-Fi only, Wi-Fi only, color tablet. Yep. And and it's yeah. <laughs> it, it's going to uh, yeah. give Barnes and Noble the Nook Color, the Nook Touch, a, a pretty good run. Yeah. It's actually a full Android device right out. Wow. It does not have. The Android, the Google Android store, but it does have the Amazon Android app store, um, which, of course, doesn't have the Nook app on it. Um, (laughs) But one of the big things about it is if you have – if you're an Amazon Prime member and you know you have access to all those Amazon videos, all the streaming videos, they're included. Um, So you'll be able to watch – they they say over 10,000 popular movies and TV shows. For 200 bucks, I mean that's a pretty killer thing. That – that could actually do a pretty good job rocking the the small form factor tablet market just by itself. I want to know how long it's going to take them to root this sucker. That's that's what I want to know. Never very long. Yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> out, outside. I mean, the outside probably is like three months. You know, and that'd be like the most outside. Probably more like a couple days. <laughs> now, John, you you just bought yourself. Well, not too long ago, but you just got yourself a Nook Color. Yep. Now you see the Amazon Kindle. It's going to be $50 less. It looks like it's got an incredibly vibrant screen. It's actually going to be a little bit bigger screen than Nook Color, 7 mm-hmm. inches. It also has a significantly more powerful processor. That's right. 
Um, what do you think about this, John? I mean, just looking at this and taking a look at the pictures and that sort of thing. Well, the one thing I have pictures up there talking, it's interesting. They went and was comparing it to the BlackBerry playbook, which I've, I don't think I've ever even heard of. But then again, I'm... It's it's BlackBerry's tablet that yeah. not very many people have bought. Um, so, yeah, it's just like, well, if no one's bought it, why were they comparing it? But... Um, so yeah, just now looking at the pictures, but it'll be interesting to see how how this plays out. Um, one of the other, th- you know, I don't know anything about the specs on it. Like one of the, the kind of a cool surprise with the Nook was the um, Bluetooth capabilities for the you know. They, yeah. They, 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 do we, do we know anything, Joe, about if it will have Bluetooth and do we see, do, do we know any real specific specs on this thing? Um, uh, I I remember seeing some specs at one point, but I, I don't have them right in front of me right now. Okay. Um, the uh, let me let me see if this this page has a bit more. Now they talked about um, a three G model, didn't they? Okay. Or, or you know a straight. Are they going to have a three G model? No, they're, they they won't do a three G oh. model on a on a full color tablet like this. That would oh. be. Um, I'm sorry. It would really surprise me if they did. I mean that otherwise, uh, uh, Barnes and Noble would probably already be offering one. With yeah. the Nook color, because there was a, um, it's there. Oh, it's because it was their, um, their Kindle Touch and, and Touch 3G. That's where I saw the 3G. Yeah, those, those, the the Touch, the Kindle Touch will have a, a 3G version, yeah. and of course they they are still shipping the Kindle keyboard, is what they're calling it, um, at least for a little while. And there's a 3G version of that available. Yeah. So uh, I'm not finding anything about specifically about Bluetooth. Uh, it does say it's going to have eight hours of reading or seven and a half hours of video playback, which is pretty good. Um, with wireless turned off. Um, wireless, it will support BGN or and 802.1x, which is really important for corporate networks. Um, it looks like it charges through a, a USB micro B connector, which is you know standard. It's been the that's how uh, Kindles have charged for quite a while now. Yeah. Um, it, one thing they did talk about is it does have an IPS display, which is pretty. That's pretty high end display for a, a two hundred dollar device. Those are. Um, being put out in in you know fifteen hundred plus dollar laptops right now. So yeah, um, I don't know. I don't think we talked about it last week. But the other the other thing that's kind of important Kindle news is um, that they're now supporting the the library checkouts. Yeah, that's right. I mean, uh, which you know, I, it's a little hard for me to wrap my head around because it's a it's a virtual book that you're checking out, and then it's a, like a two or three week period depending on your library. And then you have to wait for that other person to return that book, but well, it's, it's virtual. I, you it's, know, <laughs> it's, the, it's all the publishers. It's not yeah, the library. I know. I know. Trust me, the libraries yeah. wish they could just give it to everybody who wanted one. I know. Um, um, but uh, I actually have used it. Um, I uh, that was something I really was looking for, and uh, as soon as they announced it, literally uh, uh, two days later, I happened to be working at the library that day. And uh, I, you know, brought my Kindle with me and and got everything hooked up, and we went through and did a, a quick little demo of how to do it on the Kindle. And on the Nook, you have to plug it into a computer and you have to transfer the book manually and use Adobe software and all this other kind of stuff. On the Kindle, you hit the I want to res- I want to check out this book on the website. Then you go to Amazon's website and say send this to my to my Kindle. It shows up on your Kindle over WhisperSync. Wow! And you're reading the book within just a couple minutes. Pubchick and Suncast both saying that uh, they're talking a lot about uh, Amazon Prime. And, oh, yeah. you know, Amazon Prime, you know, at first I was a little skeptical about it. I kind of got hooked into it with the whole Amazon Prime for free for a year for a student. And I, and I pulled in on that, and now it's like what, whatever the price it is. And I got to say, uh, 
I mean, even if you get just maybe two or three items a year through Amazon, it is so worth it. I mean, you get the two-day free shipping, which, and, and Suncast already pointed this out, sometimes it's overnight. I mean, literally. I mean, it's like yeah. you get updated overnight shipping, even, even if it's two-day uh, uh, shipping. It's just, it's just crazy nuts. Um, but yeah, I, I got to say that I think uh, another significant thing I want to add on this, and then we'll move on, is the price. It's a 7-inch tablet, color tablet. It's not a, a little crappy one either. It's uh, From what they've demonstrated in the video clips, it's really snappy. And granted, it is running... Yeah, the, the, um, they, the, they do have the processor spec on here. Okay. It's a, a 1 gigahertz Texas Instruments OMAP dual-core CPU. Jeez. It's got 512 megs of memory. It only has 8 gigs of internal storage. But um, you books, know the, they're obviously are, counting. Yeah. I mean, for for an ebook reader, eight gigs of storage is plenty for a lot of books, and that's good for a few movies. But they're also obviously counting on the um, on the cloud service that that Amazon has. Absolutely. Well, I was going to say the the price they're going to be selling these at a loss. They've already, uh, you know, a business analyst have said that Amazon is pro- uh, probably going to be losing about one hundred and eighty million dollars over the next year selling these at a loss. Because they want to make a dent on the iPad, and I think I said this about the touchpad, uh, touchpad debacle with HP. HP made a huge dent in it because they sold it so so cheap. You know, ninety nine bucks. Granted, it was a fire sale. HP is getting out of it, but Amazon's not getting out of it. They're getting into it, and they're going to be spending. Uh, they're they're going to be taking a loss. I mean, this tablet should probably cost about three hundred bucks. I would say, yeah, three hundred bucks. Yeah. Probably three hundred bucks as a break even. As a break even point, and yeah, they're going to be two fifty to three hundred in order to break even, not yeah. make a whole lot of money on it. Yeah. Um, you know, and that would be going, and and even at that price, it would be a fairly good tablet. Uh, but it's, yeah, two hundred bucks. It's going to be hard to to you know if if you have two hundred bucks burning a hole in your pocket, it's going to be hard to not put it on this. I know, and 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 now, I mean, I was I was really thinking about getting a Kindle. Um, mm-hmm. But now I'm 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 just gonna wait. I mean, granted, it's it would be my third tablet. I mean, I already have a touchpad <laughs> and an iPad. But gosh, how yeah. can you not? I mean, the price seems so sweet. Well, I, I will <sighs> say this about a, a Kindle ebook reader over a tablet. The ebook reader is I, I'm sure you've handled one, but the oh, ebook yeah. reader so light. is so, nice. so much lighter. Yeah, and the battery literally lasts for a month. Um, you know, I, I have a Kindle. I have a, a current gen, or well, now a last gen Kindle, and a, and an iPad. And I can't imagine reading an ebook off the iPad. I would, I, I, as only having the option of reading it off the off the iPad. The Kindle's just so much more convenient for me, um, in terms of its weight and and battery life and all that kind of stuff. Right. I mean, just ah, oh, this looks so cool. I can't wait, but, John. Yeah, I mean, I can't. The the prices all the way around are really amazing on these things. John, are you planning or th- just thinking about possibly picking one of these up? I mean, the price is really good, but what do you think? Well, I as far as Amazon stuff, I don't think I've ever bought anything off Amazon. Nothing. Nothing. But you, but you, you were touting to me like, look, I can get Kindle on my Nook. I was. It was a joke, <laughs> but that was okay. more of a joke. Okay. All right. Um, but I don't know if if, they, if it gets cracked, we'll see. I mean, I, 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 everything gets cracked these days, but I mean, um, you know, look at the, uh, you know, I don't know if we want to segue into reviewing anything else. Go ahead, segue, do it. Oh, right there. Just, oh, just kind of segue. Yeah. Um, you know, look at the stuff that they're doing. You know, they got that leaked update for the, uh, 
Logitech Review, which has unlocked a bit of things. Um, that second update that you were talking about that they let out was a um, user base fix. They got Netflix working on it. Okay, so you did find it. I, I found it. I I I was on the fence and I and I held off doing it. One of the odd things I hadn't actually didn't see it until I, I delivered the uh, Ken's to him. Okay, is when you bring up the YouTube, no, the Chrome app, the whole Chrome page is black. Oh, and it's, but the, uh, the you can type in the uh, the search bar up above, right? And then you just go to Google, and then it comes up fine. Okay, they said they fixed that. Um, but one of the things is once you did that second update, the recovery console, you can't get back into it. Oh no! Well, you can well you can bring it up, but you cannot do any more installs from the the, the options to yeah. So that put a couple people off. It's, I see. Um, so is it best to stay like where I'm at? I would. Okay. Um, I mean, you know, honestly, the only thing I've o- I was ever using the review for mostly was the web browser. Yeah, uh, I didn't care too much for the apps because the web browser, you know, honestly, a, a good web browser on a TV I think is important. I mean, Joe was using it uh, to watch my progress as I drove down to Portland, and you know, he's doing the picture-in-picture thing. And I mean, Joe, have you enjoyed your Google review? You know, I haven't used it all that much. Um, you know, because between having a boxy box hooked up and all that other kind of stuff, it's and then having a, a an iPad usually right next to me, um, you know, I haven't used it all that much. But when I have used it, it's been really, really nice. Like like tracking on Glimpse was really convenient. Um, you know, I could just have that going. I hit the picture in picture button, and it would put my video down into a small screen, and there I could see exactly where you were and about how far away you know you were, and and that sort of thing. And then hit the button and go right back to full screen video. Now, a question, Joe, on yours, mm-hmm. are you still using the original? Uh yeah, I'm still using the base software. I haven't okay. updated it or anything. Um, the first time I uh, the first time I'd actually used it in oh, probably a, a few weeks was the was, browser uh, performance. Friday walking the browser watching. performance even with this this beta or gingerbread is it gingerbread no, or honeycomb honeycomb yeah uh, is is much better. Yeah, I mean, gosh, no, I, I I really like the new interface that was on the leaked. I, I you know I I was able to you know set up the the layout much easier. In a way that I liked it, or you know, I thought that you know it worked for Ken. I'm, I'm sure glad that they you know was we were able to get this leak because I I would not be able to set it up as fluid, as. But one issue I did run into um, first off out of the box, you need to go ahead and run the the unit and let it grab the first update. There is an up you know update online right out of the box. You need to let it do that before you do the crack. Or, or you know the the leak, because otherwise you won't be able to do it. Um, I think because the recovery console um, gets unlocked in that update out of the box, you couldn't get into it. Um, Joe, on your setup, are you mm-hmm. going directly? Are you using a set top box through the review to the TV, or is it going through? Yes, the stereo? I, I have. Um, I well, I had. I, it's not hooked up this way now because I just put the receiver in this morning. Yeah. But um, it was set up for. Uh, pass through from the 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 cable box through the review and into the TV. Um, one issue, and I don't know if it's that particular one that I, you know, I had bought two, one for me, one for a friend of mine. The one I gave to Ken at my place, I had to when I was working with it, I actually had to hook it directly to the TV because it would kept doing a um, cycling through on the uh, on the video like it was trying to auto select you know the resolution and it kept sh- making the re- you know the receiver go click 
Click. No. <laughs> um, so I actually had to hook it up to the directly to the TV, which I quit doing it. I have to either put it in the 720p or 1080i to keep the receiver from doing that. Um, it did the exact same thing when I tried going back to full 1080p at Ken's place, going through, a, you know, a, well, that was a um, Onkyo. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, so, I haven't had problems with my Onkyo, but one, one thing I did notice if you're doing the whole pass-through thing with the Google review is some you'll get a little bit of a slightly softer image. Hmm. And uh, the audio, if you're if you're doing any type of surround sound, sometimes it will neuter that. So I, yeah. I separated it out. The and I had sat there and tried doing the pass through. He's got Comcast with the Motorola box um, on on all on HDMI. Um, it that um, watched that review did not like that Motorola. It'd be working fine. You turn on the Motorola and it back to that cycling on the video. Even with the hook straight to the TV, I was like, "Yeah, okay, we won't be going that route." <laughs> um, I don't know if separating, you know, I don't know if it's a, if it's a, you know a problem with the HDMI in that particular piece of hardware or what the deal was. Um, I did see it on mine once playing um, a video across the network. Huh. So I don't know if it's if it, and it was a you know it was a, a some 1080p content that I was watching or 1080 content that I was yeah. watching. So I don't know if I need to split go ahead and split it out on an optical, pull some of the bandwidth out of the. You, well, you know I had some issues um, a long time ago. Um, oddly enough, it was Directv had an HDMI audio issue with my receiver, mm-hmm. and it was only Directv had the issue. No other, it was just some sort of sync issue. So, but it shouldn't matter with bandwidth. It could be uh, an HDCP problem, and that's yeah. that's crap. But yeah. that's what happens. And, oh, and the odd thing is, I had gone through. Um, I had some TV shows because what I did with Ken is I got an external hard drive and I put some um, TV shows and whatnot on it for him. Some of it was in. Yeah, I know, Chase. I'm talking. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yeah. No, no, I love yeah. it. Okay. I, wait, I, I do. I, at the beginning of the show, I talk about you know speech and you know podcasting, blah blah blah. And all of a sudden, John opens up. It's like a flower blooming. <laughs> okay. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. No. The um, it was it was interesting. I found uh, on the stock one, I was going okay. Well, there's a, a few. Th- um. Well, the DTS is one issue. It's, DTS, uh, depending on how the, the, the files encoded, can be yeah. always an issue. Yeah. It's, but, it's, you know, it's I was going, okay, go. it, 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 it will play box stock, um, MKV files, and AVI, and the XVID. Some of the files that I could not open on the, on, out of the box were playable under the, on, on, under the leak. But on the flip side, some of the, it, some of the stuff that I could watch, I cannot... You know, it's just like it was a toss up in the air of what worked and what didn't anymore. Um, I, I was kind of funny because I was lo- I loaded some stuff up and I made sure on mine I go yeah okay we can view all this right I did the update I'm like wait a minute I can't, I can't view <laughs> this I was like uh. half the stuff you could view you can't now but some of the stuff you couldn't you can oh uh, it was driving me nuts uh. well the Google review I mean it's a it's a good it's a good steal yeah. at ninety nine bucks if you're looking for a uh, set-top box type device that can do Amazon Prime viewing. By the way, it can do Amazon Video. Granted, it doesn't. It's not an app per se. It just opens up the website. But hey, you can watch it. 
Uh, then you have a great web browser, and for 99 bucks, it's kind of like Web TV 2.0 in a way. Yeah. And that's the way I kind of equate it to. And okay. then with the new update that will be eventually official, you'll be able to download specific TV apps for it as yeah. well. So. And the, you know, the Netflix... Netflix working is nice. Um, like I said, that wasn't an that wasn't a, a concern with the, well, the one I did for Ken because he doesn't have a Netflix account anyways, so that wasn't a real you know loss there. Um, he was pretty impressed and blown away with being able to turn off and on the TV, the you know the AV box, um, the cable box. You know, having the volume control, you know, all on that keyboard. He was just kind of blown away. It's just like everything he needed to do, he could do right there. The only thing I, I, I think you can do the, the um, actual input switching on the on the AV receiver, right. but I didn't quite figure that one out. Mm. But you know, I said, okay, well, he might have to pick up that remote if he wants to switch. But uh, Harmony One, baby, come on. Yeah, but yeah, he was he was pretty blown away. Wow, Joe. That, uh, John needs John needs a breather. Uh, yeah, he's a little winded. Uh, that, was, that was almost as good as the the ever epic uh, um, Nook uh, Nook Color. Yeah, the Nook so. review. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No. Well, there was that one time you guys got me going off on. I was talking about the OBD two stuff for the automotive stuff. That's right. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah we don't want to put the people <laughs> to sleep, John. Um, <laughs> One other major geek story, and this is really, you know, the biggest, I mean, it's, you know, you, you've, you know, if you're a geek, you probably have known about this. You've kept your ear. And even if you're not really 100% geek, the one okay, question. I'm trying to figure out if you're going to go to the Star Trek one or the no, iPhone. No, no. We're going to the iPhone first. The one <laughs> no. question I get from a lot of my non-geeky friends is, Chase, Chase, I heard the iPhone 5 is coming out. Should I wait? Should I, what, what should I do? Well, Apple has issued invitations for the October 4th iPhone media event. Now, this event is going to be happening at the auditorium at the headquarters. Now, typically in the past, Steve Jobs has done these major iPhone announcements at uh, the Moscone Center for the Arts. Um, But nope, not this time. It's going to be happening at Apple HQ. And as you can see here, if you're watching the video video feed, uh, the invitation had the tagline, Let's Talk iPhone. And it talked about... The uh, the icons here, uh, as you can see, a phone icon, a clock, Tuesday the 4th. So just coming up here in a couple of days, obviously, we're expecting some sort of iPhone announcement. Could be iPhone 4S. It could be an iPhone 5. It could be both. Also, iOS 5 will probably be a major topic at this event. Now, we've seen pictures of cases of what uh, manufacturers of cases think the iPhone 5 will be. Obviously, these specs are sent out ahead of time, so these manufacturers can try to create products for the launch of the product. Uh, but i got to go to Joe first, our resident Apple dude. Mr. Joe, uh, I know we talked about it over the weekend. Um, iPhone 4S, iPhone 5, could be both. It could be nothing. It could be all for nothing. Uh, but <laughs> I don't think it will be. But <laughs> No, I don't think it will be all for nothing. Yeah, um, yeah. It's... Uh, it, my guess, uh, and based on the rumors that's been going around right now, the, the, the current best guess is that the iPhone 5 is going to be coming out. Uh, it will not be a 4G phone in Sprint's definition of the word. It may be a 4G phone in AT&T's definition of the word. Uh, it will not be uh, LTE, I guess is what I mean. It, it will be um, HSPA+, Plus, I think. Yes. Is, isn't that AT&T's? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, HSPA+. Plus. It will uh, probably have a larger screen. Uh, current reports are as much as an 8-megapixel camera. Um, 
Uh, it'll, of course, have the new OS, and with the new OS will come some uh, more advanced vo- uh, speech recognition, uh, transcription, and more uh, OS interactivity with just your voice. Um, it sounds like it's going to be a pretty major, major thing. Um, you know, of course, they're not going to say anything uh, until until 10 o'clock on, on Tuesday, 10 <laughs> o'clock right. Pacific time on That's Tuesday. That's right. That's right. 10 a.m. Um, Pacific time. But uh, uh, the other the other thing to keep in mind is nobody's really sure if Steve Jobs is going to be there or not. Remember, he's not the CEO anymore. Um, so he may be there. My guess is he'll probably make a show, but he may not be the primary presenter. It, it may be the new CEO. Um, I can't remember his name now. Cook. Something Cook. Uh, <laughs> is it Tim Cook? I thought Jim Cook. Uh, it's, yeah, yeah. I think that sounds right. I think it's Tim Cook. So um, it, it may be him, or it may be um, one of the other uh, uh, one of the other guys at Apple um, who do some of the presentations. So uh, we'll have to see. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, the that would be the five. That would be the iPhone five if it's if it's announced. Right. The four S um, would be a slightly performance enhanced. Four wouldn't be all the way up to the five. The five would actually have the CPU out of the new um, iPad two, and have more memory than the iPad two has. That's the other um, rumor that's going around: is it'll have as much as twice twice as much memory as the iPad two, not storage space, actual system memory. The four S uh, will be a slightly upgraded four, um, maybe a faster processor, a little bit more memory, uh, but it will be a, a budget level phone. So it'll be available for a hundred dollars or less uh, through a cell phone provider on a contract. Um, but that's the that's the rumor going around. The other big one is um, it'll probably be launched on Sprint, uh, which will of course be the first. Well, we've time already that, we, not probably it's going to happen. Well, that's I'm, true. It's Sprint, already Sprint. It's Sprint's virtually been confirmed, but of course nothing is confirmed until someone's on a stage at Apple announcing it. Um, <laughs> but it's shown up in uh, Radio Shack and a few other companies in their inventory systems. It's shown that that they have a, a Sprint version of the of the iPhone five actually listed in their inventories. Um, so, uh, so that's, what's coming on Tuesday. I'm looking forward to it. I'm, uh, nobody, nobody, uh, everybody knows they're going to announce it then, or, or, you know, is pretty sure they're going to announce it then. Nobody knows what the ship date's going to be. Uh, gonna is it going to be a couple days or a couple weeks or a month? You know, John wants to know if you're getting the white one. <laughs> uh, rumor has it they're going to they're going to launch the white one at the same time. They figured out their obviously figured out their production problems with getting the white color right. You should so get a problem um, they should release the white one at the same. Get time the white right. The uh, yeah. And given the choice, I will select a white one over a black one. Uh, I want to get the purple one personally. The brush stainless. I want the brush stainless steel <laughs> one. Yeah, that's the other. Di- that's the other thing about the five is the five will have a different form factor. It will not be the flat ba- uh, black or, or flat back uh, glass one that the f- the current four is. It will uh, more more resemble a uh, an iPod Touch, uh, a rounded curved back, um, probably aluminum or, or something similar. Uh, one other major big cell phone thing that it was announced over the past week is Windows Phone Seven Point Five Mango is now out there. Finally, <laughs> I mean, we had to wait what eleven months for the yeah the first oh, uh, the first God. yeah review stuff of it came out yeah almost a year ago now yeah crazy crazy stuff but you know Windows Phone seven point five is you know first off finally uh, you know they they enabled multitasking they they also added over you know five hundred features and John's going to go through every one of them one by one uh, no I'm kidding what. The user interface hasn't changed all too much. It's still obviously Metro, uh, but they have implemented some new features, you know, more active tile features. It looks incredible, Joe. Now, Joe, you have a Windows Phone 7, and you updated yes. to 7.5. 
Yes. And you haven't messed around with it all too much, but what do you think of it, just first glance impressions? Uh, well, they changed the default color scheme. Uh, it's a different color now, but you can always change it back. I think it's like, like it, honestly, it's like a pink or a purple now. I don't understand that. Um, but uh, uh, you can change it back, like I said, no big deal there. They, they did finally introduce uh, multitasking and backgrounding of apps, which is something that they should have had from the beginning. I mean, if, to compete in the cell phone, you know, the, the cell phone, uh, uh, smartphone wars. Um, it looks like, all intents, looks like a great update. Um, you know, finally introducing features is going to bring it up in parallel with the Android and the iOS. Uh, I, w- I was really looking forward to it. Um, I, I'm, I've moved to a Palm Pre, in, I, I guess I should say, in my quest to try every possible cell phone that's out there. Um, I have moved to a Palm Pre 2, which I really actually really like. Uh, I, I, think it's, I think it is better than the Windows Phone 7 was. Um, of course, I haven't used 7.5 very much yet, so I can't say if it's better than 7.5. The biggest problem with 7.5 is the multitasking, all that sort of stuff, requires app support. So until the developers update their apps, none of that matters. Um, and the apps that I would use it in, Glimpse and some of the navigation stuff, those sort of things haven't, at least when I checked right. a, a couple days ago, hadn't updated yet um, to support it was like It was like that, though, with, with Apple, though, too, when they, when they enabled you know multitasking and... It, it was a lot like that. Um, yeah. I guess that you know we forget about that because those growing pains are behind us. That's true. Uh, but um, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's it, like I said, it, it looks like it should be a really really good update. Um, it it was not that difficult to install on my phone. Um, even though my phone's not a U.S. phone, so AT and T was never going to approve it for my phone. Um, but uh, uh, it's it's pretty easy to get it installed on any phone. You can look online, find instructions for it. Um, I will say though about the Palm is honestly the Palm. How the Palm handles multitasking is probably how all cell phones should have handled multitasking. It is sm- seamless and smooth and, and re- really quick. So I've been totally happy with the Palm. I wish I'd moved to one instead of my Android phone, actually, <laughs> when I had back, way back when I got my Android phone. Gotcha. John, John doesn't really care because he's happy with his Evo, and he's going to probably yep. stick with it forever. He's not willing, not willing to go out on a limb and try something new. I well, well, John, <laughs> let, me, let me ask you. <laughs> Evo 4G, you're happy. You, you, I know you've been sticking with it. Do you ever see yourself upgrading to another phone? Now, granted, you had your first phone for like 27 years, yeah. and then you finally got a smartphone. Are you going to keep this one for 27 years? Are you going to get something new eventually? What What are your plans? We'll see. I mean, if I if I break it or something, which isn't very likely, I'm actually pretty easy on phones. Um, we'll see. I mean, in, in, until it hits, you know, hits a wall where I need more and it just can't get her done. Which, according to Joe, it's there. <laughs> um, you know, and it, it's pretty funny. Everybody's like, oh, it's 4G, you know, 5G, all this. 90% of everything I do is on 3G. Yeah. You know, it's, it's rare that I actually And tur- Wi-Fi. Yeah. yeah, and Wi-Fi. It's rare that I ever actually turn on the 4G. Well, um, so, I mean, but do you see yourself getting a whole new platform or new phone? You can stick with Android. you ever... Think about going to the phone or yeah. iPhone, I should say. Or no, actually, I'm pretty happy with my my current plan. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you could probably update your phone and keep your current plan. If yeah. obviously with Sprint, with the iPhone coming out on Sprint. But you know, it was it was actually um, interesting looking at the phones. I mean, I, obviously, the Apple wasn't out yet. With my nephew, a couple, you know, two months back, when we added him to my plan, and you know, we went to the store. 
after looking all looking at everything that was there in the Sprint store, he ended up getting the same phone I have. Okay. Um, it just it some of the other ones were nice, you know, interesting, but in the end, it was uh, yeah, it was kind of hard to beat this phone. Very sweet, man. Very sweet. Well, we've gone from every gambit of phone. We've gone to Android on the uh, Amazon tablet. We're going to the Apple iOS. We went to Windows Phone 7. So we're going to get off of phones. Screw it. I, I even mentioned the uh, Palm Web OS. Oh, that's right. Palm. <laughs> yeah, don't forget Palm. <laughs> so we're, we're getting off of phones. And by the way, I, when I said this show was going to be short, gosh, you know, we're going off on tangents. We're Who ramp, cares? Ramp, yeah, we are. That's what we do. You know what? If you don't like it, uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Now, you, Watch the Minecraft show. It's super directional. Yeah, it's very directional. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, you heard it here first. We were, we were talking about this story, about being a possibility. We broke the rumor here on the show, and now it is confirmed. Folks, Star Trek The Next Generation is coming to Blu-ray the entire season, seven seasons. I'm sorry, <gasps> entire series is coming to Blu- uh, Blu-ray in 2012. Now, in, starting in 2012. Starting in 2012. Now, in January of 2012, for $21.99, you will get a single-disc preview package cons- uh, consisting of the pilot encounter at Farpoint and episodes of Sins of the Father and the Inner Light called The Next Level. So this disc will be called The Next Level. Uh, you'll have the taste of it, and uh, you're going to... I know nerds and geeks are like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Um, but, yes, everything will be converted to 1080p, 7.1 DTS Master Audio Surround. Now, this is being done by returning the original film negatives, returning to the original film negatives, and then they're going to re- uh, recreate special effects instead of converting them from videotape. I mean, just wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They better do this with Deep Space Nine. <laughs> please, oh, yeah. Please, please, God, please let this happen. Yeah. Um, but you know what they're going to do? They're going to do it like they do everything else. They're going to skip DS9 because it was too serialized, and they're going to go do do Voyager and then Enterprise, and then maybe they'll come back to DS9. Oh, man. Man. Oh, man. So. Well, they can go do Enterprise. Obviously, I now need to go change my pants. Uh, <laughs> but. <laughs> They, there is a teaser on the and get, there's a teaser for this. It doesn't really show much HD stuff, honestly. Maybe a second uh, of Picard and stuff. But honestly, this is awesome stuff. Really, really awesome stuff. I can't wait. Um, any comments, John? Hmm. No. What? I should just come over there. <laughs> you son of a motherless. <laughs> Joe, what do you think of this? I think it's good. Honestly, right. any, every time I go back and try to watch Next Generation, though, I think it's it's a little too campy. Yeah. Um, like <laughs> I said, I'm I'm just waiting for for DS9. I uh, I'm with you, Chase, on that. DS9 was by far the best Star Trek series of all time. And just, if they don't do this to DS9, it will be a true travesty um, unto the world. So. <laughs> yeah. well, Absolutely true. I mean, I don't own a Blu-ray player. At home, so we can get you one. That's not no. a, they're cheap. I could buy you one for Christmas. It's not a big yeah. deal. No, but I'm yeah. If, if I really wanted one, <laughs> not like I can't afford. Yeah, they're not going to release it on HD DVD, John. Yeah, I don't own an <laughs> HD player either. Um, I'm just saying I don't have to buy it because I know Chase is going to buy it, and I can always come over and watch it at your place. That's right, and I got the better home theater. Well, and well, the other we thing is, good home um, theaters. they're probably going to they're probably going to do with this yeah. just like they did with the uh, the original series and stream it over Netflix. You know, the original series is streamed over Netflix and HD right now. They're probably going to do the same thing with this after it's available for a while. You know, that is actually pretty funny. Think about the the nice stereo system that I have at home <laughs> and a decent TV, and I don't have a any HD players other uh, than 
Netflix. Should we should we do a few gaming stories since we do call the show uh, Geek Gamer Weekly? I think we should we are obligated to do a few even though gaming news yeah. this week was a little bit light. Um but there there is some gaming news that uh we should talk about. Yeah, there's a couple stories yeah. in here. So, Joe, you want to talk about the Battlefield 3 beta. Now, it, it recently did finally, finally uh, go out to open beta for, for everything, for PC, Xbox 360, and PS3. Um, now, Joe, you said you went ahead and downloaded the beta. Um, is it much different um, in the beta as opposed to the, the, the versions that you're playing at PAX? That's a really, really good question. Uh, yeah. I've downloaded the beta. I haven't installed it. Oh, okay. I haven't run it yet. I, I just haven't had the time. Um, but uh, I, all, all reports are it's, it's really similar to what was in the alpha. It's got some improvements, of course. Um, I believe it is the same map. Uh, but, um, you know, no, I, I, I plan to, you know, I'll, I'll probably bust into it tomorrow night is my guess. Um, I don't think I'm going to have a chance before then. But, uh, you know, it's... You know what? Even if it's only minorly improved from what was at PAX, it was a great game at PAX. Um, if you, except for its problems with dedicated servers, which I mean we've talked about in length, it does appear to be a really really good game. Um, unfortunately, it is a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I mean, we'll have to see. Um, yeah, the map that's out there is called Metro Operation Metro, which is the same one that I've played. Uh, played at PAX and the, the same one that was in the alpha. Um, and there's, there's, um, there's some information about it online. I don't think there's as much of a, uh, a lockdown on the info now that there was, uh, it is launching by the end of this week on the 25th. Um, so, uh, you know, it's, it's an open beta, you know, what? go out and, and give it a try and see what you think. It is a 1.3 gig download, Huge, but, um, you know, everybody out there has broadband at this point anyway. Yeah. Any, any word yet on dedicated servers the only official thing i've heard um and i guess it's not really official the only thing i've really heard is that people at dice have said that they will be releasing um sdk tools at some point so which will allow people to make uh, third-party mods and stuff like that in order to support those 30 party mods they have to enable it in dedicated servers now if they're going to come up with a way to do that on hosted dedicated servers that's one potential possibility which is really sucky because then it would be a pain in the ass to actually beta test yeah. your own mod unless you're willing to buy a dedicated server. <laughs> so hopefully they're going to release land dedicated servers, but right now all inten- all all everything points to them not doing that. Right. Um, which really, 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 I guess really sucks. Yeah, I guess visu- I mean visually the game looks. Oh, it's inc- a beautiful game. It, it yeah. is incredibly looking. I've looked at video screenshots. I've saw live action gameplay mm-hmm. at PAX. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's a beautiful game, and, and it has yeah. some great um, terrain interactivity. Uh, there's the, the metro level. There's a section where you can actually blow walls out, oh, and you wow. see the, tra- the, the walls falling down from the second and third story of a building. Oh, it's, wow. it's a really, really pretty game. It's obviously well done. They've, they've been super passionate about it, and they've, they've put a lot of work into it. Um, you know, having talked with some of the guys from DICE uh, who, who's, who've been involved in the development. But, again, you know, these dedicated servers that's that's our big our big problem with it um you know it's it's a it's a great game and all intent you know it it looks like it's going to be a pretty amazing game it should have a good single player it'll probably have some really amazing online multiplayer but it's not going to have a land mode so you know i I gotta say folks if you're if you're on the fence about battlefield 3 maybe maybe ea can entice you a little bit because 
they're going to give you Dead Space 2 for free. So if you pre-order Battlefield 3 on Origin, Dead Space 2 is all yours. Um, and obviously you'll... Now, it doesn't matter anymore. You would have also received early access beta uh, or early beta access. <laughs> Why did I say that all dyslexic? Uh, but early access beta I am, yes. Yes, um, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you'd get, uh, you'd get Dead, Dead Space 2 for free on, on there. Um, if you but of course, if it. you really wanted to play Dead Space, you probably already would have it. Exactly. But hey, you know, you never know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Obviously, here on the show, our, our, the jury is still out. You know, we've made it a longstanding policy here on the show that we will not purchase any first-person shooter that does not include a truly dedicated server. Um, and so we'll see. The jury is still out. Um, I'm. It's really hard, and you know, we've had this this discussion at nauseum. It's really hard for me to decide either way. Going, hmm. Well, gee. Um, we want to support the PC game makers, but we don't want to support them if they don't include the features that we want. But then again, then you're in this circle because then, well, if we don't support the PC game makers, then they won't make games for the PC. And then we're are completely screwed. Uh, <laughs> so what do you do? Uh, but we'll yeah. see. We'll see what happens. John, go ahead. What? Nothing. What were you going to say? Nothing. No, talk. No. Talk, you. I, I, I said, what are I you going to do? I said this before. I don't know if I've said it on the show, but. Um, it's to the point where now I, there's rumor going around that Modern Warfare 3 will have dedicated servers, even though everything points to it being a game that's not quite that's not going to be as good as, as Battlefield 3. But if it has true end-user dedicated servers, I will buy it just because it does. Right. Um, but I have to know that for sure before I'm going to put the money into it. I'm not going to pre-order it on their promise that it will come with them. Yeah, I'll uh, wait. And then yeah. not have them ship for another two years. Exactly. I was just going to say, when you say, what do you do? I was going to say, play Eve. <laughs> <laughs> now this or dust that's coming out. Now this this wouldn't be fair if we didn't talk about Modern Warfare three because you know we we need to be equal here sort of, yeah. um, <laughs> but just let everybody know for those for those you hardcore gamers that wanted a supreme prestige edition for ba- a Modern Warfare three, you're not you're getting, out of luck. You're out of <laughs> luck, according to Robert Bowling, and he tweeted they will only come in two editions: the standard edition. And the hardened edition, the super goober elite. I wish they didn't use the word hardened, hardened. edition because it sounds really bad. I gotta say, I just hey hey man, did you get the hardened edition? I mean, come on, they could have done a it's lot harder. better. They could. <laughs> it's harder. It's. Ah <laughs> uh, no! I mean, come on. I mean, do you want scuba goggles? One size fits all in Modern Warfare branded yeah. combat boots? I mean, come on, folks. <laughs> Seriously. No. Just buy the game. If you're going to buy the game, buy the game. That's one thing that we've all stuck to here on the show. No more special edition bullshit crap. We don't get the $90, $95 one that comes with the remote control car with the camera, which was cool, but I didn't buy it. Probably the coolest of the... Uh... Yeah, it was pretty cool. I, I However, I mean, however... It was Modern Warfare 2, which didn't have dedicated servers. So even if you know we were tempted by that, you we couldn't buy it because it didn't have dedicated servers, right? Yeah. What was it that came with the flask? There was the one. What was that one? The flask? Yeah. Oh, that was flask. no. That was a canteen. That was a canteen. And it was Call use. It was Call of Duty World at War. Yeah. That's, oh. That, well, yeah. we went to Best Buy on a on a land weekend, and that was like the only, only copy. copy that they had. <laughs> was that the one with the canteen in it, which? And his big sticker, do not put any liquids in this. I was like, 
Well, What's that sucks. Point? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like, oh well. But that was actually, you know, I think that was you know prior to us even doing the show. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. All right, so there we go. Um, is there uh, is there anything else I should mention in the gaming arena? I mean, the other the other stories here aren't really pressing for this week. Uh, Joe, was there anything else you want me to add in the gaming section? Oh, I don't think so. There's yeah. there's nothing. Yeah, I mean. Minecraft, Minecraft, Minecraft. Okay, we mentioned Minecraft. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> my, Minecraft Me, which is our show, Minecraft, and we won't talk too much about it. But yeah, they just rolled out the 1.8 update and 1.9. The pre updates out there right now, and uh, <laughs> the, the 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 pre beta release, the pre beta for the beta game. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, <laughs> we yeah. even talk about that a little bit during the Minecraft show. So, uh, and there's yeah. an announcement for the uh, Eve people on uh, Singularity. They've oh uh, yeah, please talk about that real yes, quick. Yes, uh, they've got. I saw that there's a, a listing for the new. Uh, Captain's quarters that are race specific um, on their Singularity test server. So eventually, some you know, we'll be doing another multi-gig patch update download soon. Okay, and <laughs> the spiel. Mo- moving on. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> moving on. There. All right, so folks, it is now time for our picks of the week. These are the geekiest, neatest stuff that we have discovered or like during the course of the past week. And we're going to switch up the order a little bit, and we're going to start first with Mr. John Kessler. John, what is your pick of the week? Pick week, of the week? Week, 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 week. Um, this week, week, week. Over week. the weekend, um, I watched a movie called um, The Art of Flight. It is a snowboard movie, but uh, it's if you're into just cool scenery um, and watching people do some insane stuff on snowboards, it's it's definitely a good watch. Um, I had I showed I didn't see it until tonight when we were talking about it before the show. Um, their website is art of artofflightmovie dot com, and it's the craziest web page you'll ever see. As you're scrolling down, the page is moving back and forth, up and down. It's pretty wicked. I've never you know Joe. So and I were I'm just, gonna I'm gonna pull up the site here, um, so so all you peoples can see what it looks like. Now I can't. I could try to run it, <laughs> but it kind of crashes. But it, it's a snowboarding thing, yeah. Um, and it's Red Bull, so you know, obviously they're they're all badass, and you know, Red Bull's awesome. I'm gonna play the video trailer so you guys can see that. But it it runs very very slowly because the site is heavily flash and very cool, and a lot of neat stuff. Um, so basically, I mean, it's it looks beautiful, it looks incredible. Yeah, um, the movies. The, the- have you seen this movie? Or is it not out yet? Or what's no, the details? No, it it's it's out. Okay, um, all right. And you've watched it? I've watched it, and it's incredible. It's just it's just mind blowing. You know, is some of the like I said, is this is this kind of like the old um, what's the, the guy's name who did all the skiing movies? Yes. Um, and I know you're, who you're talking. Joe, anybody in the chat room? Can you guys help us out real quick? Um, God, the, the I want to say Warren. Warren. Oh God. You're, yeah. You're right. Yeah, he used to do all the ski movies. Yeah, all the ski. so it's kind of like Miller? that's it. Yeah, yes, um, I think Google will set you free. Google, yeah. <laughs> uh, book of knowledge. Um, <laughs> yes, it was. It was that you know, it was edited. You know, cool soundtracks going, but just some of the the shots um, that were coming out of you know Alaska and then and then down south. They were down in Chile, um, Patagonia. Uh, they were over in Romania. And, uh, yeah, okay. And, uh, but 
and some of the it was actually pretty insane. Some of the stuff they were doing at the helicopters, you know that you know that the the, 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 the yeah their helicopter pilots are pretty damn good. I mean this. I mean just looking at this video right now as you as you talk, John. I mean just even though it's stuttering because the site's so heavy. Yeah. Uh, and the reason why it's stuttering because I'm bringing it over through a Mac and stuff. Yeah. You guys don't need the details, but I mean, it just looks incredible. How long is this thing? Is it a like a full length ninety minute film or? Yeah, I actually okay. wanted to say it was. Two hours? No, it was pretty long. Um, yeah, you, you can go. You can go to YouTube, pull it up. You know, Art of Flight. Um, you know, they got some trailers on there. Um, oh, and what, I, I lost the one link, and it was it was it was kind of a, a sarcastic spoof about uh, you know how easy it is to make one of these movies. Um, but basically, it was the uh, crash. All the crash scenes from you know, basically the making of of the deal. That was pretty funny. Very incredible, man. The Art of Flight, and you can check that out at artofflightmovie.com. Really looks incredible, and I'm actually can't wait to check that out. And John, need to watch that with you. That looks incredible. Mr. Joe, what is your pick of the week? Week, 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 week. Well, um... I didn't correct you earlier on this, Chase, because um, you know I, I thought that we should just go with it. But this is actually the biggest television news of the year, um, and that is that Arrested Development is coming back for a miniseries and a movie. That's right. There's an official Twitter, and now who's this? Came from the New Yorker. The, the New Yorker actually broke the news uh, about ten hours ago. Wow. Um, so but, this is a uh, fresh pick of the week. Oh, it's fresh, yeah. Uh, but it's been uh, – the, the internet, people people who are into it have just been going nuts over the whole thing. Um, it's it's really, really big news. It's something that a lot of people have really, really wanted for a long time. Um, I guess the only thing we can hope is that um, on the tails of this comes an announcement that Firefly is coming back as well. But I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen because huh? Fox is stupid. Oh, don't, um, now yeah. now you're really teasing. <laughs> what? Yeah, I know. Firefly <laughs> coming back? Uh, shut up, shut up, John. John, come down. Calm yeah. down. <laughs> the, the, John, but we, we, down. We can always down. help, but it's probably not going to happen. But they but, killed oh, this is huge. Arrested Development coming back. Uh, they're going to do about eight to ten episodes that uh, they've said. Um, about eight to ten episodes, and then they're going to do a movie, and the episodes will be a, a like a mini series prelude to the movie tonight sort of setting up the the situation right so um hopefully that will i'm gonna guess that'll probably start sometime next year um but that is really big news uh that is th- there are some really really passionate supporters of the show yeah absolutely um, i thought it was yeah. great i really really enjoyed it um but i'm i'm really looking forward to this one very cool awesome pick of the week uh a rumor that has become an official news arrested development there you go folks joe's pick of the week my pick of the week this week is an app. It's an app for the iPhone. I believe it's also, I, I, you know, I never checked if it was available for any other provider. iPhone, um, Android, Windows Phone, okay, and, so, and BlackBerry. All right, so it's called Glimpse. And what Glimpse is, it's a really neat app. It's Web 2.0-ish. That's very beneficial if you're, you're heading somewhere and you want to let your, your friends or family, significant others, wife, husband, anybody, to let you know that you're on your way and they can actually track your progress. Now, before all these psycho people go off and go, oh, my God, you're letting people track you. No, this is private. 
uh, you could you send a link to like like I could send a link to Joe. Say, hey Joe, I'm on my way to your place in Portland. He can see my little dot move on the map, my arrow, and so he'll know if I'm getting caught in traffic or if I stopped to get some food or whatever. He can see my arrow stop and it updates in real time. So you do need a data connection um, and a compatible device. Now, if you want and you want to be truly public, you can send a tweet out and say, hey, folks, I'm heading to the mall. Watch me drive there <laughs> or whatever. Put it on your Facebook or whatever. Um, it's been out for a while now. Uh, it's called Glimpse, G-L-Y-M-P-S-E, Share Your Wear. Uh, it's really cool, and I did it uh, when I was driving down to Portland so Joe would see where I'm at and how my progress was. And he was switching back and forth on his TV screen and watching my progress. Uh, now, Joe, you've used Glimpse. Do you have anything you want to add um, that I didn't add? Uh, no, I, I think it's great software. It's it's a little um, a little buggy at times. Uh, I've had it crash on a few phones. Uh, it's super dependent on GPS. So if your GPS fix isn't good on your phone, then your your Glimpse location won't be that great uh, for your people viewing it. And of course, this is one of the apps that I really would like to have multitasking on Windows Seven phone or Windows Phone Seven Four. And it uh, at least when I checked, hadn't been updated yet. Um, so hopefully that'll change and it'll be it'll be multitask aware on Windows seven five five, or yeah Windows seven point five whatever. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's a great app. Um, I, I've really really liked it. It's uh, really handy for letting people know where you are. Uh, you can you of course uh, you can send it by email or text message. Um, and uh, if, <laughs> if someone doesn't have a smartphone and they receive a glimpse from you. Uh, they can always enter it on a website. They don't now, have to use a cell phone for it. I want to. I want to. Uh, you know, address this. Pub chick in the in the chat room is saying, "Stalking app? No freaking way! <laughs> no, this is not a stalking app. Uh, it doesn't work all the time. It it only works when you send uh, a glimpse to, like, say Joe well, and say, hey, and Joe. you have to be running the app, right? So it's not like you know." I can see where you're at right now, Joe. That's right. Google Latitude. That's different. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> glimpse, glimpse. It's a it's a one time deal, and the thing is, it expires. You can only set it to work up to four hours. Now you can extend the time, but the maximum it can ever be is four hours. You can set it for an hour, a half an hour, whatever the case may be, and it will also expire once you get to your destination. So yep. it's not a stalking app. It just you know it's if you're if you got a, f- uh, a family member coming into town and they send you a glimpse right before they get to your house, you know you can see where they're at on the map, so you can get ready and you know you don't have to worry about it and stuff. But glimpse, you know, check it out. It's great. Glimpse. G L Y M P S E. It is great, and it's it's really not a stalking app. No, not a stalking app. All right. So those are our picks of this week. I want to remind everybody. Uh, that you can follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter address is twitter.com slash ggweekly. That is the official Twitter of geekgamer.tv. We're just going to keep that uh, URL. I think it's really good. Another thing that we also do at the end of every show is we check out the Twitters and we see what Joe has tweeted, and he hasn't it's done nothing. Any, he has nothing. Yeah, yeah there, there's Joe's, Joe's Twitter page. Hey, what, did I, what, what did I tweet? Twit? I'm not checking yours <laughs> either because... Because, Sean, you haven't done anything. <laughs> um, I haven't done anything. Chase knows that you haven't tweeted. Because yes. That's right. <laughs> Chase knows I haven't tweeted because he didn't tweet. <laughs> that's right. Um, hey, I want to remind everybody about our homepage, geekgamer.tv. There, you can subscribe to our shows on the right-hand side there where it says Get the Network. You will find links to Geek Gamer Weekly, the audio and video versions, as well as our new show, Minecraft Me, which is a show that is all about Minecraft. You can also send us your feedback, your questions, your comments. There's a little envelope there. You can click on that. Also, if you're on Facebook, please click that button and join our group. 
Uh, we have a community there of about 130 people so far that are following us on Facebook. And you can see our updates when shows get published. We also have a Steam gaming group, our Steam community group. You can click on that button. And we also have a YouTube page that we ask that you subscribe to. You will see content posted there and even random content, too. Uh, like a coworker, I was uh, taking a video, a video clip of a Kodak ZI6, and I was just zooming uh, or trying to take zoom. And he asked me, hey, can you zoom in on that shot? And I said, no, I can't. It's only got a 3x digital zoom. It sucks. And he goes, you should... <laughs> Uh, take that shit and throw it into the bay and get something worth buying. You know, it, it was just you know really you know opportunity. It was fun and so, so anyway, check it out. Geekgamer.tv. Uh, Mr. John Kessler, we talked about him. You can follow him on Twitter at VW Kenny. <laughs> yeah. Don't follow right. him because you're really not going to see much from him. But hey, we're trying to get John into the social media slowly. And uh, if John doesn't create a Facebook by the end of the year or a Google Plus, Facebook or Google Plus, Joe is going to nope. create one. Joe's going to happen. What? What am I going to do? Nothing. Uh, <laughs> Joe Falby, follow him on Twitter, and he's also our uh, president of Oregon Bureau of Technology and Gaming Research, Mr. Joe Falby. Thank you so much, sir. Hey, it's good times. Thanks Absolutely. for helping me uh, get my home theater set up. Oh, that's right. We didn't even touch on that. Oh, my God. Oh. Well, well, well kind of. We'll talk about it a little bit next week. Uh, I, yeah. think it's an, I, I think it's a really cool thing to talk about home theater and geek gadgets and that sort of thing. That's another one of my passions is speakers and home theater and receivers and movies and all that fun stuff so anyway thanks so much for watching the show as always we try to do the show every sunday evening try at uh, s- uh, seven o'clock <laughs> pacific time <laughs> kind of blew that one out of the water tonight and it's already morning it's monday morning the third of october <sighs> can't, Ooh, I better can't check in on uh, on um <laughs> <laughs> well anyway folks thanks for watching us thanks for listening thanks for downloading stopping all the downloading Anyway, that's it, folks. We'll see you next week for another edition of Geek Gamer Weekly. And if you're in our Minecraft show, we'll see you Thursday for Minecraft Me. Until we all talk again, we are all silent. Good night, Gracie. Bob Saget. Didn't we add a fourth one? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. Hey, that was an hour 12 minutes. I went went by swimmingly. It did go by pretty fast, actually. Yeah. Well, because we started chatting.